Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking at Billy Bones. A Paolo DiCaprio. West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. Good evening, good afternoon or good morning, this is more than just a podcast. Podcast. My name is George, I'm here with Sean. Bonjour, Sean. Bonjour. And I'm here, here with uh, John. Hello, John. Good evening. How are you? Afternoon. Morning. Very well, thank you. Good. Uh, we're here to talk about West Ham again. Uh, season 5, episode 13. Unlucky for some. Is that your phone, Sean? That is my phone. You want to turn that off? We're yeah, recording a podcast. Yeah. I don't think anyone... I'm going to leave it in, though. Yeah, well, the microphone wouldn't have you up, are. so they're all going, I didn't hear that anyway. Amateur hour. Well, I'm actually wearing the headphones, and I think the microphone did pick it up. Okay. So. Uh, so we played West Brom yesterday, uh, and we we, we we got a point. Hey. Uh, slightly disappointing. None of us went. Must point that out. Yeah. Uh, we I gave you grief about not going, and then yeah. we didn't go. <laughs> I watched it from a hotel lounge in Toulouse Airport, and uh, yeah. Did you watch the whole game? I did. I did. I had to board the plane for the last five minutes, so I listened on oh, you the... You missed all um, the good stuff, mate. Last five minutes. <laughs> last five minutes. It was incredible. That was when it really yeah. kicked off. I was listening. In, on the, I was actually on the plane listening to West Ham Audio on my iPhone, because I was li- still listening uh, well before the plane took off. In fact, it's a boring story, but then we <laughs> sat there for an hour. That's a bit boring. Because there was, uh, there was bad um, weather Storms. Heathrow, yeah. so uh, they had to slow the... Landing rate, so we had to wait an hour in the oh. plane. Well, the last five minutes, Moses really done really well. Did he, he done really Did well. He? Jenkinson was on fire, kept going oh, forward, amazing. positive moves all the time, running down the wing, ripping it across. Andy Cowell was incredible. You sent me <laughs> a WhatsApp message going, "Best game ever." You two. <laughs> well, was that a joke? That was it was a joke because we you, you didn't know that we hadn't gone. Yeah, because he'd true. blown out months ago. <laughs> With your perfect planning. Yeah. Uh, so, just going through the game, the first half was obviously better than the second for us. 
Uh, Mauro Zarate scored an absolute worldie of a free kick. It was, wasn't it? Was it? Inch perfect. It was that one place where the keeper couldn't get to it. Game it of incredible. inches. I've said this before. Even though I said that he's going to lump this into the family you stand. Did. You're like, when was the last time a West Ham player scored, scored a free kick? Scored a free kick. That was our first uh, free kick this season, wasn't it? Well, oh, yeah, for a while. When's so, the last yeah. time we scored from a direct free kick? That's a question that we should answer. Can we look that up? Last time. Well... I think Creswell was probably... Yeah, maybe Creswell last season. He's at one or two. But so that was just a fantastic free kick. It was top draw. It was, wasn't it? And to think Zerati this time last year was on loan at QPR. The Zerati the fat man kid. didn't want him. Yeah, no, the Zerati kid had done well. Although someone said tonight, uh, and I actually I think it was our guest uh, later, so I won't say too much about it, um, but he said... It's not like you to run an interview, Sean. Zerati <laughs> is better off the bench than, than starting. He gets a little bit too cocky. I think if Zerati was given a run, he would get past his trying to impress shooting on-site mode and would become more of a contributor to the team. Yep. Yeah, he is very shoot-on-site at the yep. moment, isn't he? He is generally shoot-on-site. Yep. Alex Song on the bench, but what not used. used. If you're on the bench, you've got to be fit, haven't you? Yeah. Yes. He played at Tottenham. Yeah. So, so he's obviously fit. Don't well, get it. Obiang started in front of him. So that is probably due to the fact that Obiang has pretty much had more to do with the team and played this season than Song. So it's only probably right that he did from yeah. from a management point of view. But from a purely selfish point of view, from my point of view... <laughs> Yeah. I would have rather song started because mm. I think he's got more about him. Sean, where would you look for the answer to this kind of question? I don't know. It's an interesting... Um, it would probably need a little research on, on Google. While you're looking, James Tompkins dropped. Right decision, John? Um, I think Ogbonna had a... Ogbonna had a good game. I think he looked decent. I thought he was good, yeah. Um, I personally, as I said last week, would have had Jenkinson on the bench and put Tompkins out right. I think he does a fair job over there. And I think Jenkinson is, is a shadow of the player he was in the first season. Good, lo and lots of different ways as well. I mean, defensively, we looked better. But, I mean, there was still a defensive error that led to the goal. It was a bit of a scrappy goal. It but was. It was. Possession given away. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think Winston Reid's to blame for the deflection. No, no, he wasn't. I know no, the Sky commentators were trying to make that... Seem well, it would. Do you know what? If it hadn't have gone it in, it would have been a penalty. I'm, I'm sure it would have yeah, been well given. Yeah, would have hit him on the arm. It could have been a penalty. But I don't know. You could say it definitely would have been given. He didn't necessarily. He had his back turned, didn't he? And he just hit his arm. But uh, you know, I just, Jen Jenkinson can't about game, him again. Again by he, Jenkinson. He just he he sort of he's lack lacking the attacking confidence. And he there was a couple of there was, back. there was one time. It was uh, actually one thing when. He'd headed the ball back to Adrian, overheaded it. Adrian had to stretch to stop it from going out for a corner. And then he gave the ball straight back to Jenkinson, who bombed it down the right wing. And you're going, go on, go on, do something. And he just kicks the ball out. He kicked it out. Yeah. Just kicked it out. But he, he kicked, there was a lot, not just him, there was a lot of running forward and stopping on the halfway line and passing back. There was a lack of urgency, a lack of hunger again. So Jenkinson deleted his Twitter account. 
He's that back again today. Week. He's back again today. Oh, is he? Yeah. Did you miss him? <laughs> no. Did you? Were you one of the people giving him abuse, John? No, I don't tend to join in abusive <laughs> players. I had a little dig at Richard Keyes yesterday. Yeah. Well, a lot of people did, I think. Yeah. What? I missed it because I was in France. What, what did Richard Keyes uh, say? He just tweeted saying, West Ham are now two points worse, worse, than off. They, worse off than they were at this stage last season. Nope. Well, did, did he put something else? It was that, and then, I, I don't know, I, I, it, the bloke's just very sad man, really, in my eyes. How about Adrian? What, he, he did some world-class saves, one in particular. He did, he, uh, I he, think he, he saved, won us a point. Yeah, he, sa- he saved a, a point blank. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, he got a bit good, lucky. Good but performance. To be, to be fair, Myhill had a, a, a bloody good game as well. He was one of their best players. and um, Ad- Adrian has to be there to make the save. He wasn't lucky. He was just, yeah. he was, he's done well. It was, it was a good performance. Maybe the striker should have done better. Yeah, I, mean, I think Lanzini had a good game. Yeah, as as he has been doing. And... Um, who else? I mean, did we miss Mark Noble's leadership? Was was Winston Reid a worthy captain? Because people say he's a bit shy and a bit quiet to be a, a proper leader. And personally, I prefer Adriana's uh, captain. Well, you don't know what Winston Reid's like in and around the dressing room, well, do you? That's what There's I've, been no told. Way I've been told he's quite quiet. I know he captains the New Zealand team occasionally, but I'm I'm told he's quite a meek and quiet captain. Meek. He doesn't like shouting out or... Bossing people around, he's quite. You know. I don't know. I'm not sure that know. makes a huge difference for one game. To be fair. I just, I just think the whole atmosphere around the team. They all need, all needs picking up. It needs someone to grab hold of them and get them going. And they just seem to be lackluster. First half, it was, it was quite disjointed. Still, we we did better, but we weren't. I, we had two or three good opportunities. Didn't score, especially Kiati had a good header opportunity. I think Victor Moses has just gone backwards and, you know, if Antonio's got anything about him, that he should be in the team now, having a go in front of him. So well, do you know, West Ham haven't beaten a Tony Pulis team for at least five years because I know uh, is a stat that Sam Allardyce never, has never beaten a Tony Pulis team. So that's till t- since 2005. Obviously, Bilic has never beaten a Tony Pulis team. So... I don't know who the last, maybe someone, one of our listeners can answer, who was the last manager, to a West Ham manager, to beat a Tony Pulis team? I don't, I don't because give, he set, no, the, the point I'm going to make is he sets up to make it really difficult. I don't give exactly any credence to that whatsoever, Sean. No? I couldn't give a toss if it was whose team it is. He said it, he changed it, he bought on... Um, we were 1-0 up and we were Ricky dominating. Point, no, not Ricky Pointing. Ricky Lambert. <laughs> He's coming and knock, Ricky knock, pointing, knocking a, a quick hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Lambert. He changed things around and, you know, fair play to him. He's a good manager. Uh, he's not. The uh, last time we scored a free kick was against Stoke. Aaron Questwell scored, so it was only last season. Yeah, I thought it might be. 11th of April. There you go. So, okay. really quite recently, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Well, it's not really, is it? Well... More recent than I thought. Well, it's got to be one of the best free kicks we've scored in a long, long time. Well, I just I don't give any credence to this cow down to the poo this way. He's we were one nil up. We were dominating. We should have we should have we should have taken a chances. Better finishing. We would have been two at least two up. 
and we should have carried on the same way in the second half, but we we just looked lacklustre and they just kept going to a certain point and then going backwards and negative. It was a bit disappointing, to be now, honest. Now, before we move on to the stats, I want to ask you one question because you started on this. Someone who was being interviewed that, that I picked up and did a uh, story about earlier said, when you look at Lanzini and Zerati, it made Moses look pedestrian, stationary. Is Moses, should Moses be dropped? Is he, is he too inconsistent to warrant a, a, a start in, in a West Ham team? I've not seen anything to warrant him keeping his place if there's someone... No. With Antonio on the bench If well. there's someone yeah, on the Antonio bench... Antonio came on. ...who looks... Who, you know, it's not going to happen for Man United, is it? Let's face it. But West Brom... You were, I thought Antonio could have done with a start there and Moses put on the bench. Well, maybe he would hurt. rest him for you know, Man United and said, well, actually, the chances are we're going to lose this one. Let's just throw Antonio in to mix I would imagine someone like Moses, who's been on loan all around the whole Premier League for most of his career, is going to pick up his game against the Man United and be shown to be a lot, you know, a lot yeah. more about him. So. Well, people say that Billage does like raising his game for the big team, so let's just hope that. Let's but anyway, see. we're getting ahead of ourselves. We will see. What was the stats, George? Uh, quick stat attack. West Ham had 61% possession with West Brom only having 39. We had 17 shots, 6 on target. They had 7 shots, 3 on target. So That's very similar, by the way, because I we overwrote we this on the running team order. on paper. Very, very similar stats to Everton. Well, very similar game, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good start. Equaliser. Not a lot after that. Anything to say about the game? I think we've said it all. Yeah, Should we I've listen to what the gaffer has to say? Sure, sure. Let's hear what the gaffer has to say. Slavin, was a draw just about the right result today? Well, we could say so, yeah, but the game was... It was a good game. I mean, we, we wanted to win because we played home and all that. Uh, I think in the first half we've done really well if not excellent. We scored a goal and then after the goal, of course, that, that, that goal gave our players uh, confidence, more confidence and all that. So we definitely, we, we were quite disappointing. I, I, I was very pleased the way we played in the first half, but I was, uh, I thought that we should have been like minimum two up. We had some really good chances, some great chances. The keeper made a couple of really good saves. And uh, it was good performance, and uh, we asked in the second half to, to build on it and, and to continue like that, to continue pressing and all that. To be fair, we start second half good, but then after the goal, it's it, it again, uh, it, uh, it blocked us a little bit. And then we didn't continue to play as we played until, until that the, the goal, which was... You can say cheap, you can say fortunate or whatever, but, but it was a goal. And then uh, they had one great chance and we had a few chances as well, but the game was not that fluid that uh, it was in the first half. So overall we are disappointed, but it was uh, uh, after what happened in the first half and in the second half it was a fair result, yeah. How good was that free kick from Mauro Zarati? From your position in the dugout, you must have had an almost perfect view of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got it, you know. It, it was a surprise. I mean, it was brilliantly taken. But he's, uh, he's practising them, not only him, but he's practising them. And uh, it's, uh, he's got a pace. He's got a special kind of strike, whether from free kick or, or in open 
play, but uh, so it's with him. It's uh, all about uh, just putting the ball above the wall, and if it's above the wall, then then it's usually very hard for a keeper to to make a save. And how unfortunate was the goal that you conceded? Because the shot was possibly off target until Winston Reid yeah, got I a spoke, touch. Yeah, I spoke with uh, with uh, Adrian and. I, uh, and uh, I can say that yeah, it is. It is. We are disappointing the, the way we conceded uh, because that shot was uh, either of the target or 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 it was stoppable uh, because it wasn't that hard, but it got that 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 deflection. That uh, again, no. But they went for that the goal. They were uh, they made a good move. So in a second half, we can't say that that. Uh, that they didn't deserve a goal. Maybe not from that move, but after that move, and that move was a crucial one because it lifted them. Mm, and it, uh, as I said before, blocked us. Uh, they started to play. They, they are physical side. They just they, they put Lambert on, and it, it was more and more hard to cope with that physical presence uh, up front with Rondon and with uh, Lambert. There you go. That is what Slaven Bilic, the gaffer, had to say. What do you think, John? Well, yeah, he's still talking sense there. You know, he doesn't cover things up. <laughs> you didn't listen to what <laughs> uh, You never do. Uh, Sean, you caught up with Ryan, I believe, earlier uh, yeah, from West Ham Fan TV. Yeah, apologies first. Uh, we did promise... Um, Jack Collison interview, but we keep on missing each other. And when Jack's been available, Aww, I've not been him? available, um, and vice versa. So we've been playing telephone tag on text messages. So apologies. And I was off for four days in France, so um, I didn't have a chance to um, catch Jack. We was available, but we will talk to Jack Collison. Um, but yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and Billy Bond. One day. <laughs> uh, it's a long season. <laughs> So uh, I'll just give you a bit of background. I um, you know, I, li- I like lo- YouTube and looking at various things. And there is a market oh, yeah. for um, <laughs> a West Ham channel. What kind of things do you look at? What, <laughs> quite <laughs> often. I've been you know, around yours. I've seen your big camera you got up there on the wall. Because at the moment, in the West Ham arena, <laughs> right, forum is KUMB, right? When it's news, it's Clarence and Hugh. When it's opinion, it's West Ham till I die. Um, and you know, when it's podcast, it's knees up, my brain. Um, uh, when the it's podcast, there's, there's, there's a, there's a choice of free and, um, but the YouTube, apart from, uh, Spencer Owen, who, who really is a FIFA guy. He's not a West Ham man. Not a West he? Ham. He's a West Ham fan, but he, this video is about so everything. There's this guy who I've been on called Hammers Chat that, that do it, but they do it over Skype from their, their living room, and it, it's all Skype-related. Then there's uh, Sex, Drugs, and, and Carlton Cole, which um, is related to uh, um, you know interviews of ex-players and et cetera, and I, I like that as well. But the one that really caught my imagination is West Ham Fan TV, which started last year, and it's because they're really raw. They they put a camera right in someone's face outside the bowling. Is it the same as Arsenal TV? Yes, yeah, it's, it's similar. Fan TV, where it's they exactly. they talk, they get raw fan reaction, and I've started using that. They they they've hit the um, 
they hit the press a few times and they asked for TV. Yeah, because they got their stupid fans, haven't they? So their fans reacted after the game. Says they got famous fans from that now. It's been going a couple of years. Yeah, well, it's good and I like it. So I, I wanted to know a bit about it and uh, and find out what, what made them tick and how they do everything. And uh, so I caught up with Ryan earlier and thanks, Ryan, for standing in uh, for Jack Collison. And we welcome to more than just a podcast. Um, we did promise you an interview with Jack Collison. Uh, unfortunately, um, because uh, for reasons beyond our control, Jack is not available this Monday, but we have got a substitute coming on from the bench. He's one of the founders of a new YouTube channel called West Ham Fan TV. It's Ryan. Good evening, Ryan. Evening, mate. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, um, I, don't mind, I don't mind being a, a sub for Jack Collinson either, so I'll take that one. Yeah, are, are you a midfielder, good midfielder? Yeah, well, I was. I'm not now. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's start off. Tell us about, I said new, but I think you've been around for a little time. Tell us a little bit about the, the YouTube channel and, and what you do and who's, who's behind it. Yeah, I mean, well, we we sat down last November. I mean, Nicky had the idea. Uh, we all sat in a cafe in Wickford and we sort of thought about it and we said, right, let's, let's do it. So we got ourselves a camera, borrowed a camera, and yeah, I mean, it just went from there, really. I mean, started off, we didn't really get as many views as we liked, but we stuck at, stuck at it. And the fans uh, really took to it. So we love doing it. We enjoy it. We come up with a post-match pint show, which was an idea of four mates sitting in a pub over a pint, moaning about West Ham. So so who's behind it, you said? You're Ryan, Nicky, who else? Is yeah, you've got Nicky, you've got um, Scott, you've got Graham as well. There's only four of us involved. So we're and you're all, really... all season ticket holders, are you? Yeah, we're all season ticket holders. We're all really close mates as well. I mean, me and Nicky have known each other for over 20-odd years now. Known Graham and Scott through a football club that we used to play for for over 10 years now. So we're all close mates. So it's nice, nice to sit there with your mates and moan about West Ham and... And yeah, just generally chat about West Ham. All right. So where where do you sit in in the uh, ground? I, I sit in the uh, Trevor Brooklyn up with my daughter, um, yeah. and Scott and Nicky sit in the Alfari lower. Sorry, Gra- Graham's not a season ticket holder. He does go to games, but he's not a season ticket holder. Okay. So what? Tell me uh, where the patch the, the post match point I've seen. Where, where do you recall that? You go back to where's your clubhouse? Yeah. Well, we we recalled that in. The team I said we used to play for a football team, Newham United. Uh, that's yeah. how we met Graham and Scott. And Scott's brother is actually the first team manager, so we get to use their clubhouse, which is handy because it's only five minutes down the road from the bowling ground, just at the old where the old Green Gate used to be, old Green Gate Park. Ah, yeah, I used to drink there. We used to drink there with uh, George and, and uh, John, my two fellow uh, presenters, in, until of course they shut it down. Yeah, so, yeah, well, do you know the Southern Road playing field is just, just there at the clubhouse? So, yeah, it's really handy for us. We get to park there on match days, which is good. So, it's easy, easy for us to get to after the game. Yeah. Well, the bit I really like about, you know, because there's a few channels out there, as I'm sure you're aware, you know, there's there's Hammers Chat, which try and do stuff over Skype. There's uh, Sex, Drugs and Rock and Roll. That, uh, sorry, Sex, Drugs and Carlton Cole that try and do something different with, with ex-player interviews. Um, and what I like about your channel in particular is it does the, the raw fan interview. So, it sh- you know, you shove a camera in someone's face directly after a, a victory or defeat, or like on Saturday or Sunday, a draw, and, and you get that raw emotion. So uh, how, is, how do you do that? Do you, 
you literally stop people <laughs> as they're coming out and put a camera in their face? Yeah, and I mean, the clubhouse and edit it. Yeah, I mean, when we first started, it, it was hard to stop people because obviously a new YouTube channel, people don't. We've been quite lucky with results. I mean, especially like Arsenal away, the beginning of the season. I mean, if you go back and look on them videos, I mean, they're my personal favourites. I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, a win at the Emirates and you've got 50, 60, 100 fans behind us singing. And I mean, now we sort of, people recognise us, so people come up to us now. And, and like you said, I mean, a, an interview, you, they're good because you don't know how they're going to go. I mean, you could get someone who's going to, scream and shout or you can summon us over the moon and we love doing them Um, we love doing the interviews it's it's good to that people get to see fans reactions because there's people that that can't make it to the games and there's people from all over the world that obviously can't get to up the bowling ground on match day so they watch our videos and we get messages Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Some people thanking us for doing what we do, because especially with our Match Day Experience videos as well, that Nicky does, his little vlogs. So, but no, we love doing the fan interviews. Best part mm. of and how many views have you had so far? What, how, how successful is the channel? I mean, at the moment, I mean, we've got just under 5,000 subscribers, which we're over the yeah. moon with. I mean, our total total views on all our videos so far is over half a million now. So it's, it's, it's growing. I mean, some of our fan interviews uh, have reached, I mean, even the Palace ones when we won at Sellers Park. I mean, a couple of them videos got Nearly one of them got thirty thousand. Another one got fifteen thousand. You know, uh, we get more views when we win. Yeah. Because <laughs> the thing is with with West Ham fans, I mean, when you look at Arsenal fan channel or Chelsea, 
when their fans have a meltdown, everyone loves to see it. With our fans, we can't, we don't really get people having meltdowns because if we lose, people just say, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's typical West Ham. We'll be back next week, you know. But when we win, and especially the big wins we've had this season, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, the fan interviews after and the crowd reactions, just like memories, really, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I, I love watching them, which is why, you know, I've started including some of them in the work I do at Clarence Hugh. I've, 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 I picked two of the fan interviews I like, and, and I've done so today, and I did so last week, and I know we spoke about that, and, and we see it's a, you know, good thing for the West Ham family, and I see you got a mention uh, from KUMB today, and uh, you're, you've got a link directly from the KUMB homepage to help plug them and move your channel as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, um, obviously KUMB um, been around for a long time, so it's, it's it's nice that they've actually put um, our videos, and, and yourself as well, it's nice that, I, you know, sharing our videos and getting our name out there as well, because we, we just we, we just want to grow, and, you know, we, we are, at the moment, we are the number one West End YouTube channel with subscribers, but... Listen, we we love if, all. If you if you don't count um, Mr. Uh, uh, Spence um, uh, with his <laughs> one million, but he's he's really a FIFA. Yeah, he's a uh, FIFA. Yes, I mean Spencer Owen. Yeah, Spencer Owen's a top bloke. I mean, we funny enough, what's talking about our car park, we let him. We see on one of his videos um, that he was struggling to get a space on match day, so we got in contact with him, told him we had a a car park and he's more than welcome to use it and he, and he does and he's he's, oh. uh, he's done a video of us and but we we see him after the game yesterday as well we we just chat to him like like we're mates now you know some people use him to to gain subscribe we never use him for that I mean he he was the one that said to us he'd love to do something with us so it's good yeah good he's a, he's a top bloke Spencer and his brother Seb as well both top yeah. blokes no I, I enjoy watching his stuff as well I know he's a a FIFA geek and on all that but i like watching his um match day uh <coughs> experience as well so before before we move on to ask you about the game of west ham let me get your first plug in if people want to find your channel or your, your facebook group um this is where you have to remember it ryan where do they find you yeah i'm going to struggle on this bit because nikki usually does all this bit no <laughs> youtube is um west ham tv uh on facebook just Good. You still there? Hello? Hello? Sorry, I lost you there for a minute. Um, so, let's talk about the game yesterday. I assume you're there. What... Um, what did you think of the game? Where, where did it all go wrong? This is what the question you were asking the fans. I'm asking you now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, start of the game. First, first half, we we was we was unbelievable. We should have been two or three up easy. I mean, I think the changes were right after last week. Bonga coming in for Tompkins, Zerati starting. Good to see Obiang start as well. Um, I think Zerati and Lanzini. Especially first half were unbelievable. They was causing West Brom loads of problems at the back. Um, Zarate, what what a free kick! I mean, 
He couldn't have yeah, got that any. Perfect. He couldn't have got that anymore in the top corner. And uh, like I've said before with Zerati, I think he's the sort of player he, he has to start a game. I feel when he comes on as a sub, he gets a little bit too greedy because he feels if he scores, he starts. And yeah. I think he scored five in his last six starts now. So, I mean, obviously with the news about Sacco today, maybe Zerati might be the man to to start up front now. You know, it gives Billich a different option. But, yeah, I mean, going on the game yesterday, first half, we should have been two or three up at half-time. Czech Kiate missed a sitter, in my opinion, that header. Yeah. I mean, and then second half, West Brom brought on Ricky Lambert, and he changed it for them. I mean, they got a lucky goal, lucky, lucky goal. And then they just set up like a typical Tony Pulis side. They was happy for the point. And I said on post-match point show yesterday, it was like, I know how other fans must have felt watching us under Big Sam because we were trying to play football yesterday and West Brom were just happy just to lump it. So that's what it felt like. But yeah. it's a disappointing, disappointing. It feels like, you know, it's two points, two points dropped, but it stopped the, the losing streak. We just need to get back to winning games now because I think that's is it two two wins in the last seven now it's that good start to the season is starting to if we don't pick up the win in the next few games it's going to start turning to people going to start turning I can see people turning on Billich yeah well the honeymoon period's over I mean I want to quote one of your in uh, um, persons you interviewed yesterday um, I think a chap called Dom and he says, um, I just pray he ain't out for too long, talking about Sacco, because Carol and Jelovic up front is what nightmares are made of. <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he was putting an analogy to sort of going back to the days of Big Sam, etc. Do, do you see it that way? Yeah, I mean, see, I, I like Andy Carroll. I'm, I'm an Andy Carroll fan. If, if everyone was fully fit, he wouldn't start for me. He, he gives you a different option from the bench if a game's not going the right way but if we do start with Jelovic or Carroll I, I can't see Billich ever playing them two up front together it'll either be one or the other I mean like I said I, I could see I'd like to see Zerati up front with maybe Lanzini behind him and then bringing Alex Song back in I, with if he goes back to Andy Carroll up front it's going to be Harris gone in the last few weeks just long balls I mean, Sacco is a massive miss for West Ham. When I see the news earlier, I was gutted. I just thought it's it's typical it's typical West Ham. It always seems to happen to us. We get a good squad together, and then we lose. Well, we've lost Dimitri Payet, and now Sacco and Valencia as well. You can't, can't forget him. It's it's, a, it's mm. gutting him. It's, it's really gutting him because the start of the season when we was firing, you were thinking we could push top six with these injuries now. What happens if next week, I mean, God forbid, if we go to Old Trafford and Lanzini picks up an injury? You know, where, where do we look at then? It's, it's worrying times with the injuries. Well, I understand there's also no money in, in January unless players leave. You know, we spent all our money in uh, the summer. <coughs> We're up to our neck in financial fair play wages so it would have to be a player going out to raise funds from both for wages and a money point of view 
and and, and that's unlikely. I mean, who 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 could you sell that you wouldn't want to you know you could do without really that would raise any money? Yeah, I mean, there's um, not there's not many players that we could sell at the moment that would raise a lot of money. I mean, we're not going to sell. We're definitely not going to sell Dimitri Payet. We're, Sacco's not going to go. The only person maybe would be Andy Carroll. If someone like yeah. he's, I mean, he's been linked with Sunderland and Newcastle again. But what would he raise? Eight million. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe eight million. You know. Well, and and who would want? You know, there's only certain people that would take a um a chance on him, really, because you know that he's he's got this problem with injury that you know a lot of people would be worried about. So. He's got a very large wage bill at eighty-five thousand pounds a week. Yeah, you know there are, there are very few that would take the chance and pay big money for him. Maybe Sam Allardyce is one of those. Anyway, I'm gonna just move on a little bit on. So so with all what we know at the moment, without panicking, etc. Where do you think we can finish this season? You know we're in eighth position at the moment. Um, can we finish around there? Can we finish better than that? Or, yeah, or, I, st- I still think we're, we've got a good enough squad to guarantee a top eight finish. I mean, if we can still be around this sort of position when Sacco and Dimitri Pay come back, there's no reason why we can't push for a top six still. I'm not panicking, thinking, right, we're going to get in a relegation battle now, because I think our squad is too too good and there's a lot worse teams than us. I mean, we're only, what are we, four points off a of Champions League or five points? I mean, so it's, yeah, not it's, all, not it's, it's not all doom and gloom, you know what I mean? It's... Or you say you're two wins away from being back up in the, near the top of the table, or you're another two losses away from being mid-table or below. It's, it's such a strange season this year. I mean, you've got Chelsea near the bottom of the league, you've got Leicester top of, near the top of the league. It's just one of them seasons. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And so let's move on to really looking forward to Old Trafford this weekend. Are you, are you sending the cameras up? Yeah, we're going up there. You, me, Graham and Nicky are going up there. We're heading off early Saturday morning. So, yeah, we'll be doing um, match day vlogs. We'll be doing the fan interviews after. Post-match pie might have to wait until Sunday morning because I can't <laughs> see us doing that. We might do... We might When we we done something when we went up to Sunderland and Man City, we filmed something in the car and that got some good views. So we'll probably do something yeah. like that again, but... Yeah, the away okay. days. The away days is where we love. We love yeah, all the away I, days. I mean, we haven't I, missed. I, I, I love away days too. I, I don't get to go to too many. I think I've been to three this year, uh, but I do love them. And uh, you know, we, we've done um, the uh, Old Trafford. I think two years ago, and we had a really good day. It was a cheap day actually. We we got we bought in advance our, our train tickets, and we got them for sixteen quid. We had to change twice. I think we went via rugby. And when you added in the, uh, the the cheapness of the beer in the Weatherspoons up there, uh, it actually worked out cheaper than going to West Ham. To be <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I mean, I've always liked Old Trafford. I mean, I've been there a few times. I was there for the Decanio game, the Tevez game, you know. So I've got some good memories up there, but I was also up there for when we got spanked 6-0 and, and things like that. So it's a bit mixed, but I do like Old Trafford. It's, a, it's a, obviously a lovely stadium. And with Man United at the moment, they're not the Man United of the past. So now in West Ham, we'll probably go up there and get a two or three nil win, which would be lovely, you know. Yeah. Um, well, and that is the place to end it right there, Ryan. 
because I like that. A prediction of a 2 or 3 nil win. I hope your <laughs> prediction comes true. One last time, if people want to find the YouTube channel or the Facebook group, where can they find it? Yeah, I mean, just on YouTube, if you just West Ham Fan TV, Facebook, same again, West Ham Fan TV, Twitter, at West Ham Fan TV. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, you just search West Ham Fan TV, you find us. You find us somewhere. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for being our guest on More Than Just a Podcast, Ryan, and good luck with the uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, Cheers, no, thanks, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. How are you, Ryan? There you go. That is Ryan from West Ham TV. Thank you, Ryan. And we said, uh, or I said to him, not in the interview, but when I spoke to him beforehand, that we'd pop in next time we're at a home game, whenever we are at a home game, we'd pop in and on camera and, and talk to them. You up for yeah, that? John, you up for that? <laughs> <laughs> you love it, Sean, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea. I, like, I mean, it is a good idea. Yeah. It's good Are to you up for that? Good you can come along and just be scenery for me and George It's good talking. to have that sort of thing going it's on at our idea. club it's as well. Just, uh, it's just... It's a lot of work, by the yeah, way, to do I mean, the editing and everything. Well, so fair play well, to Well, we do it for this, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I know. But we don't do it on a match day, which I think would be harder for me because yeah. I wouldn't want to go up to the ground, especially just to get... Interviews and then come back. Yeah, and no, do good on they do it away. They're doing it at Old Trafford, as they said, and uh, they go to every away game as well. So good on them. Good luck. I guys. hope it good succeeds. Work. Well done. Uh, have West Ham got an injury crisis? Sacco out for ten weeks, maybe. Well, have we? Maybe. I mean, Payet, <laughs> uh, Valencia. Uh, we don't Love know that. whether Andy and uh, sorry uh, Alex Song is fit enough. Um, well, he we've might got, be fit. He's on the bench. Or? Injuries in important places for important players. Yeah, because now all we've got is Karen and Jelovic up front, which doesn't really excite me at all. Doesn't um, excite many of us. It hasn't. And are we missing our playmaker in Payet? Well, I don't think we definitely are. I think you can see that we're missing him. We can't seem to open up any defences without him. Um, we're a one-trick pony. But no, because we, you know, I, I mean, don't know. I don't think we are. Our recent dip was happening before he got injured anyway. It's true. You know, well, it's true. It isn't just down to him. Watford, playing against Everton, obviously. Right. It isn't just down to him, his loss. Which, uh, there's a, been a, just a... Okay. It does I'll concern me that we've got Can no we finish no in the top eight? Without we're talking about the injuries. Then. Yeah. Well, can we finish in the top eight without Sacco and Payet playing for the next two months? That's Who knows? There's no way of knowing. I mean, if things, if he changes things around a bit and, you know, we have got some other options. You know, you're talking about Jelovic. Jelovic is a, is a, definitely an upgrade on a, on a backup um, striker than he we used to have when we had Carlton all the time. The amazing Carlton Cole who scored on his debut. Yeah. Well, he, he's, with he's his a, bum. <laughs> I don't think he even scored, I, did he, really? <laughs> I, I think he's, he's, an up, he's definitely an upgrade on him. He's got something yeah. about him. He's he can score goals. He's he's not prolific and he's not. I wouldn't say he's as good a finisher as hmm. Sacco, but you know Sacco's been hot and cold a bit as well. But well, then to be fair, he's been played all over the place. It's a shame he. Uh, you saw the injury happen, didn't we? Yeah. When he put Moses put him through, his his, his quad went and then his injury he happened just before the shot. He managed to get the shot, shot away, away yeah. went down. I, I think Sacco in particular will be a, a big miss but uh, we have been told we, we've got an article going up on Claret New because I'm sure you'll know that there's been an exclusive with KUMB today saying he's out for 10 weeks and that um, a number of other people have said that he's uh, 
he's likely to be out for months rather than weeks, including West Ham, ex-West Ham employee, who's got a new website, by the way, thewesthamway.co.uk. Do you know that? Yep. Um, so a very senior source close to the club said, <coughs> I don't know how they know this. The West Ham way. Because if we don't know this, how can they know he's out for 10 weeks? And apparently the problem is, since the doctor got sacked over the prognosis over Andy Carroll. Do you remember that from mm -hmm. West Ham? I forget his name. He's a nobody now. Um, <laughs> Somebody to someone. The medical team are very, very careful. So they always give early poor prognosis, but maybe, suddenly, miraculously, they brought them back Sorry? earlier. And it's all a... What did you just say? Miraculously. Uh, miraculously. miraculously. Is that a type of mattress? Um, it sounds like our new striker. So all I'm going to say is... <coughs> Don't believe everything you read. Sacco might not be out for 10 weeks. We need to wait for the results of the scan. Uh, but in the meantime... Don't panic, Mr. Manrin. In the meantime, I would start with Jelovic, personally. Yeah. Give him a run out. Yeah, give him, <coughs> give him a run. He, he works hard. He chases people down. So Jelovic in front of Carroll, yeah? Yeah, I'd, I'd use Carroll as a... And you either use Carroll as a plan B or you set up in a way to get down the wings as we used to under the fat man and try and try and get him across and to be fair we've got better quality on the wings now to get the ball in quality. so he's kind of got to do one or the other yeah right. in my opinion well that's uh let's hope it's not too bad of injury and uh we get Paya and Sacco back and Valencia back very soon uh fantasy league update yep uh Alan Spiller is our new leader go on Alan uh, with his team West Ham till I die on 803 points he can't wait to get a mug That's Sean is 147th with 639 points ahead of me on a, at 197 one, one place 555 way. points uh, last is better than late is David Lawrence's team who are bottom with 231 points well done David time for this Yes, it's Facebook Twitter question time. It's where we ask you, the listener, to get in touch with us, the podcast, by contacting us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. I don't say podcast. No, you don't. Bit, I so. <laughs> you picked your microphone up, though, so I thought you were going to. Uh, or, or at more TGA podcast on Twitter. Uh, you put up on the on the Facebook page earlier, Sean. We are back tonight to discuss the baggage draw and look forward to the clash against the Red Devils. Why do you... <laughs> do you Just for effect, so you would, you would go on We also it. cover the Hammers injury crisis. With Sacco out for up to 10 weeks. Drop us any comments, questions or rants before 7.30. Well, we're on air now and it's before 7.30, so sorry about that. Or has it just gone 7.30? Uh, Lewis John Owen-Trout says, Very, very disappointed. Our last season at home is turning into disappointment. Now we have to play the long ball game for weeks now. Deep joy. Why is it always us who gets these injuries? I bet Sam will finish above us come May. Tough winter ahead. Oh, he's feeling very down, is Lewis. Yeah. Not going to happen. We're not going to get overtaken. I don't think it's always us that get these injuries so. either. Speak to some Arsenal fans. See how they feel. Nigel Khan says both sides dominated when kicking towards the Trevor Brooking stand, which just so happens to be the way the strong wind was blowing. Oh, and thanks to Nigel Khan for stepping in. I haven't finished his comment oh, yet. Oh, he hasn't finished the comment. No, right. I'll <laughs> say that in a minute. 
<laughs> which just happens to be the way the strong wind is blowing. A point against Pulis is always about right for us, usually, so nothing lost in theory. The injuries to the forwards will cause us problems, and by Christmas, he says, I reckon we will be around 10th, 12th place, with a majority of fans wailing about different ways of playing. Why haven't we done this or that, and who we should sign in January? I think you're probably right, Nigel. Can't see us sign anyone in January, Sean. No, we haven't got any money. And then Chris Miles asks us, Chris Miles, not Miles, asks us, you guys heard anything of Sacco's injury yet? No, we haven't. Well, we've spoken about it too. So I just want to say, Nigel stepped into the breach while I was away in France to represent the podcast on Friday night at the Talk Sports Sports Bar Bar. with Ex-Hammer, Bobby Gould and Andy Goldstein. And gave us a nice lot of plugs for on national radio. So uh, thanks for standing in when none of us could make it. We thanks, were all busy. Nigel. Yeah, cheers, Ninch. Are you going to post it on the Facebook group? Yeah, I will. I'll post it on the Facebook How group. How do you get hold of those clips? Are they, are they on their yeah, website? You, well, Listen it's a bit again. boring, but you take the MP3 down from the source code inside the webpage and then you edit it. it. Obviously. Yeah, yeah effortlessly. If you get any time, Sean. Then. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, I think that's it for more uh, Facebook to the question time. All that's left now is to predict Manchester United away. The Red Devils at oh Old Trafford. Boom, boom, boom. The Fiat of dreams. I'm going to go 3-1 West Ham win. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, there, boy. Take Steady on there. there. Sean? You also said 4-0 West against West Brom, I think you said. I'm always um, more an optimist. I, I know it's probably boring, but I'm going to go for a... 2-0 loss. <laughs> I was going to go 1-0 win because I always say 1-0 win. I go, go for 2-0 win. 2-0 loss. 2-0 uh, win. I think we, I think Man United are doing well and uh, we're going to come. No, they're start. not. I'm not doing that well. They're very average. Yeah. 2-0 loss. That's Sorry. it from Ornish Podcast Podcast this week. Uh, 2-0 thank win. Thank you for listening. Oh, dearie me. Thank you for listening. My name's George. Sean has been... Uh, bon Petit. <laughs> oh goodness me! John has been always pleased to be here. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Uh, and as Sean would say, Sully Miracoli. Au revoir. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Come on, you Come on, you Irons. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 